So as you know, I've been testing out these extra episodes each week. I'm calling them Unpop Kernels. And, you know, sometimes in the main episode, they're short. That's the whole point of this podcast. But we don't get to everything we want to talk about. There's some kernels left in the bottom of that popcorn bag after you got it out the microwave. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull some of those kernels out, some of those topics that maybe we didn't really get to address and talk about a little bit more here on this episode. So really excited to have back on the podcast, Keela Hill Trawick. Uh, she's managing director at Little Fish Accounting, host of Fish Food, the podcast that I listen to because uh, accounting is complicated. But Keila, I wanted to ask you, I feel stressed when I do my taxes every year. I know a lot of people tell me they feel stressed when they do their taxes. Is this a normal thing? Do we just all feel stressed? Or is it just <laughs> us who are doing something wrong or something? No. <laughs> I would say almost everyone feels stressed. Like the number of people that send me emails to work with us where I'm like, what do you want to get out of this relationship? And they're like, not go to jail. <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to jail. <laughs> I think a combination of not really understanding taxes, that we have a tax code that intentionally to some extent makes it really hard so that you have to pay people to get your taxes done. And then the fact that most people don't know how taxes work just kind of jumbles up to this. All of a sudden, every year I have this deadline. Nobody's really explaining to me what things mean. I sign off on my return. As long as I don't owe a lot, I'm not asking a lot of questions. It's common not to mention the fact that most people don't learn anything about taxes. Like we don't take classes on them. They don't teach it in high school. Like why wouldn't you be stressed really? Yeah. I think what adds to the complexity is like, say both of us, we make the same amount of money, right? Let's say we work the same job, we make the same amount of money. We still can't even go and fill out our W four the same way because maybe I got something slightly different than you have going on. Maybe you you're married and you have a, a partner who makes more money than my partner, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Or I have a kid, you don't have a kid. Like there's like all these little things start to shift it and make it like this thing that you can't easily just say go to your friend or your your family and say hey what are you doing and maybe I'll just do the same thing because that, that could lead to problems if you just copy what someone else is doing. Absolutely. There's credits and deductions and other things that you might have access to or not have access to, especially if your life doesn't change a whole lot year over year, though. You can look at last year's tax return and just ask your preparer, get a general sense of like, what do these numbers mean and where do they come from? And then know which things change. A lot of people have more simple tax situations than they realize. And so they'll get so caught up in like, am I doing the right things? And it's like you have a W-2 and a mortgage. You only got a couple of forms. It's really straightforward for you to do and not shaming people for using one of um, the services like a TurboTax or an H&R Block. Everybody doesn't need the complications of needing their own tax prepare, but I still want everybody to feel empowered to understand what their taxes mean so that they're not in the dark. I would say most people who are working a W-2 job, who have a spouse or a partner that also has a W-2 job that is not doing anything complicated like stock payments or crazy investments or real estate or something like that, if you work at a job that pays you a paycheck and you have something simple like a house and or charitable contributions, but nothing extravagant outside of that, generally one of those services will do you just fine. At the same time, Pay for what makes you feel comfortable. So if you feel confident, I put these three forms in, they know how to deal with those forms. Don't worry about paying extra. If it still makes you scared, find a tax professional that can really assist you in a way to make sense. You mentioned that looking at last year, if if nothing's changed, you kind of can use that as like a guide. So is that for most people, like say, for example, I didn't change jobs. I didn't get married or divorced. I didn't have any kids. Nothing really significant 
financially happen. Like I, this year is probably, I'll say this year is going to look pretty much the same as last mm-hmm. year. Can you then use last year as like your base to make little tweaks and changes and kind of have be able to judge what those changes will yeah. end up being? So let's say last year you made 75K, right? And the, ignore these numbers because they don't really mean anything. But <laughs> let's say that of that 75K, you paid $13,000 in taxes and you got a refund. This year, you might get most of the way through the year and say, how much did they take out in taxes? If they took more than that 13000 and nothing else really changed, you can probably expect that you're going to get another refund. If they took significantly less, you want to match that up to your tax burden for last year and say, should I be putting some money to the side? Because last year they said my tax burden was 10000 and I had 13000 taken out of my check. This year, I'm expecting I made about the same. It's probably going to be 10000 again, but they've only taken out eight. So I need to make sure that I cover that difference because I expect the amount of tax I owe to be the same. I want to make sure that I have covered that amount throughout the year. So that's a good baseline. You can also look at, was I able to itemize last year based on what I had and I didn't move and I live in the same house and I didn't refinance or do anything different. I can probably use those numbers and just see if I'm on track to meet those same numbers this year. Mm, okay. That's a good way to look at it. And I think too, sometimes we forget, like this is me going back to like payroll mode here that on your paycheck stuff, it shows you year to date, how much money has been taken out for state, federal, social security, Medicare. You can see all those numbers highlight there. So you can also use that as a way of like, okay, I paid this much last year. Nothing really changed. This is where I'm at now and kind of see where you're at and get a standing versus trying to go back and do some weird math to figure out <laughs> what you've done so far. Exactly. And hopefully it leads you to less of a surprise. I don't ever want clients or people to go into tax season and be like, I don't know how much I owe. 1000 mm. 8000 You'll let me know when you do my return. <laughs> you at least have some sense of like, I'm probably going to get a refund or I'm probably going to owe a little bit, but I'm prepared for that. It won't be a complete shock to me when my return is filed. Well, I, I appreciate this talk. I'm still probably going to be a little stressed, right? Like I, I feel like it's ingrained in me now after all these years. I got to work on getting that stress when it comes to taxes out of my system. But I think this conversation hopefully is helpful to other people listening because it was helpful to me. kind of calmed my nerves a little bit thinking about this. So thank you again for coming back for, for this extra episode. And, you know, of course, I want to let people know if they want to connect with you, if they want to hear more from you, learn more from you, where should they go? Yeah, absolutely. So everything about the business and working with us is at littlefishaccounting.com. We've got one-on-one services as well as free resources like the blog and um, our podcast, Fish Food, which we love very much. And if you want to connect with us on social media, we're at littlefishaccounting on Instagram. Perfect. So that'll all be in the show notes if you want to go check that out. I highly recommend it. And uh, Akilah, as always, it's great talking with you. Thank you so much for having me again. I appreciate being here. And thanks to all of you for joining me here for another Unpopped Kernel session. Remember, come over on YouTube and join me there to search for Popcorn Finance, and you'll find special video versions of these Unpopped Kernel episodes, along with some other videos that I have in the works that I think work a little bit better with some visuals to go along with it. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.